Hello, this is Bonnie D. Graham at SAP Best Practices for Automotive Conference in Detroit. I'm here with Tom Madonna at Infosys Consulting. Tom, welcome, and how are you today? Good morning. Thank you for having me. I'm doing good. And yourself? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. Tom, tell us a little bit about your role at Infosys, please. Sure. I'm responsible for the uh, North America practice, uh, growing our S4 HANA and HANA analytic practice across all of our industry sets. My concentration primarily was in what we term ourselves as miracle, manufacturing, retail, consumer products, and logistics. Everybody produces something, so I usually have my hands in, uh, in most everything. But uh, it's been a fun, fun ride and uh, very busy. Good. Busy is a good thing. And I know you're busy, and that's why I'm going to speak to you just briefly about what you're doing at BP for Auto. That's our shorthand for best practices for automotive. What brought you to the conference, and is this your first time, or how many have you attended? No, this is actually uh, the third of the last three years. So ultimately, when we kicked this thing back off in uh, in 15 and brought it back to Detroit, uh, was a good thing. I was part of the uh, initial directional change of trying to get that back into the States. Um, we were a uh, platinum sponsor that year. The following year, we, we dropped down a, a level. Last year, I was busy, and then this year, I'm back. So it's uh, it's been a fun ride. Uh, it's good to see old friends, uh, colleagues, and and the new innovations that are coming out with the with the software. And, and you mentioned something, new friends and colleagues. Interesting, because I've heard in past years when I've spoken to attendees, Tom, I've heard that it's the collaboration, the, the co-innovation mindset, the idea of sharing ideas and understanding what's happening with different parts of the industry that makes this such a special event because of the face-to-face opportunities. You feel that way, too? Absolutely. Uh, not only you see, you know, what your your competition is doing, you see uh, what your colleagues have come up and grown and gone on and done. Uh, you see that the different ways that the companies have used uh, the innovation to move their business processes and technologies forward. You'd see the innovation that comes out, and it basically drives a, a different mindset, a different uh, way of thinking, and a collaboration that goes back to not only the the infrastructure, the ecosystem, but how you physically use the software internal to your company. Okay, thank you very much. And tell me something. I know the agenda is packed for the next couple of days. What are the most important innovative trends you are hoping to learn about? So, so being a, a practitioner, my, my big thing is to get an understanding of releases. Um, it's been a, a, a long journey from 1503 all the way to the current 1809 release of S4 and how C4 is going to work into that. So it's when the functionality is going to come out, when the functionality is going to be ready uh, for the customers to, to move forward, um, and then how they're going to use it. Uh, so I think one of the things that you see with Thomas Cars, connectivity, the electricity coming in with the, with the vehicles, is that the, the platform itself, uh, which is the foundation of moving things forward, is something that has to be there, something that has to be applied. It's not something that can be leapfrogged. And as you start to see uh, the struggles uh, of innovation, you see that most of the individuals that do not have the platform in- involved are the ones that are having problems. But once you got that platform there, you're, you're working off of it, then the processes lay out, and you can use you know, pretty much the, the sky's the limit in regards to how you start. Let it be the customers, let it be the suppliers, your internal employees in some cases, and then your connectivity of your, of your machines uh, or your vehicles. Sounds very logical. Sounds like you have a grasp on it. Tell me something. If Autonomous were to arrive somewhere nearby in the next 12 to 24 months, would you give up the keys to your own wheels, Tom? Um, probably not give up the keys to 
uh, one of my wheels. Um, it wouldn't be surprised to actually own a vehicle that would be that way. But I think a lot of it is uh, I grew up in a time where that was your key of freedom. So to mm -hmm. me, you wanted to be wanted to be away. You were a teenager. You were first one, uh, you know, your birthday morning 15, sending a line to get your motor vehicles to get your license. Okay. And, I, and I think that's going to be something that'll be the case for a while. I do think that the autonomous vehicle is there. Um, I do think it's changing the way the uh, the industry looks at it uh, and interacts with it. Uh, GM this morning had a great uh, strategy conversation around their direction. Uh, but I do think it's a, it's a ways away. And, and then obviously the big issue that's still on the table, the elephant that's in the room is insurance and how insurance would basically be aligned to uh, allowing uh, that to occur. Once all of these integral ecosystems come together uh, and you have an infrastructure that will support it, you have uh, vehicles that are uh, well placed and, and, and priced into the market where they can actually be afforded and uh, an infrastructure of support uh, with insurance and others, I think that's when uh, the next steps will occur and you'll see a bigger grasp, a bigger uh, way of, of looking at them. But as far as giving up my keys, I'll have my keys for a while, um, but that's not to say that I won't have one of, them, one of those uh, vehicles in the, in the garage. Thank you. I feel the same way. And by the way, I'm, you reminded me of my days in high school, very eager to take driver's ed, which was nothing to do with the high school curriculum, but I had to travel. I was uh, in New York, in Douglaston, New York, and had to take a bus to, I think, Jamaica, where I met with a, a bunch of kids. And we had, a, I even remember the teacher's name. <laughs> we did driver's ed, and that gave us the opportunity to apply for our licenses on time once we had that certificate. Did you go through driver's ed as well? Oh, I did. That would have been 14 and a half to 15, but yes. And uh, was also the uh, the luckiness to have uh, a grandfather who had a company and had a truck. So, you know, uh, starting earlier than 14 and a half was uh, also in that uh, in that bailiwick. Wow. I think I was 16 at the time. I, I think our driver's age was 17 in New York in those days, but we're harking back. Tom Madonna, it's so nice to speak with you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to chat with me. I'm wishing you a great next couple of days at BP for Automotive in Detroit with the SAP folks. And uh, give a shout out to all of my friends at Infosys Consulting, please. We've had many of them on Game Changers Radio and looking forward to having them and perhaps even you back. So have a good day. Bye. Bonnie D. Graham signing off for BP for Automotive at SAP. Talk soon. Thank you.